from the world famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Sean Kelly, producer Dan, D-Dub and the Black and Blue Orchestra, yeah. and the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Sean Kelly. How goes it? Welcome into the Tuesday edition of the Black and Blue Report, and greetings from Studio B at 5800 Airline Drive, the campus, and the world headquarters of the New Orleans Saints and the New Orleans Pelicans. Hi again, everybody. I'm Sean Kelly. Welcome into the Black and Blue Report, the official podcast of the Saints and the Pelicans. You can always follow this program and get its current lineup on Twitter at Black Blue Report, and you can follow me on Twitter as well at Sean Kelly Live. And help us spread the word, won't you, as we're uh, turning a new corner into the NFL offseason. The uh, rookies are now on campus. A majority of the rookies are now on campus, both drafted and undrafted, as they get ready for, ready for a rookie minicamp this weekend. So you'll want to follow on Twitter. And, of course, stay tuned to NewOrleansSaints.com for the latest on that process. We've got uh, a myriad of ways that we come to you. And, of course, if you're unfamiliar with all of them, I want to share those with you just real fast. Of course, a lot of you have been listening on the Saints and Pelicans mobile apps, which have turned out to be tremendous successes. And, of course, they're free to you on your Apple or Android mobile device. There's the old-fashioned way. I don't know if you call it old-fashioned anymore or not, but on your desktop at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. And this program, this podcast, is still available to you as a subscription free on iTunes. Keep all those in mind. As we uh, turn into the summer months, you may be out and about a little bit more. Nice night in the NBA playoffs last night. How about LeBron James? Boy, did he secure the Miami Heat a nice spot in their series with the Brooklyn Nets. The Heat now, of course, uh, lead that series and can finish it out in Miami thanks to LeBron James's 49 points last night. That's the seventh time in a playoff game he's gone for 45 or more. If Miami had lost that game, uh, it would have been down to a best of three, and uh, those are usually up for grabs. Speaking for of uh, best of three series, up for grabs, of course, still Clippers and Thunder, and they have a crucial Game 5 in that series tonight. The winner of Game 5 in a 2-2 situation usually goes on to win the series, and the Spurs were kept uh, just a little bit further away from winning their series with the Trailblazers last night as Portland at the Moda Center uh, won their first game in that best of seven against San Antonio, so they'll head back to the Alamo City where the Spurs will try and close it out. So that's the latest on where things stand with the NBA uh, playoffs with those two finals last night, both Brooklyn and Port, or excuse me, Miami and uh, Portland securing wins in their respective semifinal series. Today on the Black and Blue Report, we'll begin to focus in individually on the uh, young men drafted by the New Orleans Saints in this past weekend's NFL draft. And we'll start at the top today with the 20th selection overall, and that's wide receiver Brandon Cooks. We'll go in-depth today uh, with Brandon and uh, talk to his high school coach, Brian Gray, back in Stockton, California. Then we'll visit with his college coach up in Corvallis. That's Mike Riley, the head coach of the Oregon State Beavers. And then we'll share with you our interview on last Thursday night 
with Brandon Cooks shortly after he was selected by the New Orleans Saints. A couple of notes about Brandon, if you didn't know this already. You know, back in high school, of course, he was a standout high school football player, but he was also a junior Olympic sprinter and played basketball too. Pretty well-rounded athlete who then went on to have a very successful career for the Beavers. Last season, he was the Bolitnikoff Award winner for the nation's top receiver, and why not? He set a Pac-12 single-season record with 128 receptions and a Pac-12 single-season record with 1,730 receiving yards. 13 starts, 16 touchdowns. He also had 12 punt returns for 72 yards, and he finished his career with an Oregon State record 24 career touchdowns, also serving as a captain for the Oregon State football team. So great, great, great selection for the New Orleans Saints. A speedster who recorded a 4-3-3 in the 40-yard dash at the NFL Combine, and the Saints aggressively moved up from 27-20 to 20 to get Brandon Cooks. So we'll hear from Brandon Cooks a little bit later, but up next, Daniel Sallerson visits with Brandon's high school football coach, Brian Gray, right after this. Your Pelicans, led by all-star Anthony Davis, are on their way to becoming playoff contenders, and you'll want to be there to witness it. Newly released seat locations will be available for the public to check out for the first time at our Select-A-Seat event on Saturday, May 17th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Smoothie King Center. Ticket packages start as low as $150. Visit pelicans.com or call 504-525-HOPE for more info and take flight with your New Orleans Pelicans. Lotto is all across Louisiana with cash jackpots starting at $250,000. That's a whole lot of cash. And right now, it's a lot more fun. Lotto Lanyard. Buy a $5 single draw lotto ticket. Get a raffle entry to win up to $50,000. Lotto Lanyard. A lot more cash and a lot more fun. Must be at least 21 to purchase. All right, let's dig into our special show today about Brandon Cooks. And as we mentioned, go all the way back to high school in Stockton, California. In uh, somewhat rough circumstances, Brandon Cooks found a way to overachieve and prove a lot of people wrong. Here's Daniel Sallerson with his high school coach, Brian Gray. All right, thanks, Sean. Brian, I know you were watching the NFL draft at the house of one of your coaches on Thursday. What was your reaction when the Saints drafted Brandon with the 20th pick? Oh, it was it was a huge sense of pride, um, a lot of emotions running through uh, all the coaches, just uh, knowing what he's come from and where he's been and how hard he's worked to, to get to that point. We just were, it was a sense of relief and just a joyous moment for all of us. Have you talked to Brandon since he was drafted on Thursday night? And if so, what have you said to him? Uh, we've had uh, numerous texts back and forth. I was going to actually reach out and call him today. I didn't want to. I know he's been uh, inundated with a lot of uh, people and a lot of going on. So um, I told him when things calm down to give me a call. And um, so I'm going to imagine we're probably going to have a chance to talk the next day or so. How well did you think, Brian, how well do you think Brandon will fit in with the Saints offensive system? This is a team that ranked second last year, averaging just under 310 yards per game. So this is a mm-hmm. team that loves to pass the football. So is this is this a good fit for Brandon? I, I, I think it's an awesome fit for, for Brandon, awesome fit for New Orleans. Uh, you know, Coach uh, Peyton does an awesome job uh, being a great offensive mind. Uh, Brandon can play both in the slot, play outside. 
Uh, as you guys all, everyone knows, tremendous hand skills, ball skills, strong hands. Um, he's just going to be a great fit, and he's a very bright, very bright football player. So he can pick up the scheme uh, wherever they want him to play. Now, you've known him since high school. Did you think at that time when you've seen his talent that this is where he would end up, a first-round pick in the NFL? Did you know he had that talent? Well, you know, I know he had the ambition and the drive. Uh, he was very driven as a freshman here uh, on this campus, walking around, going to class, on the football field, just very driven, very passionate, very serious about his trade. Uh, he knew how to, you know, keep things light, but he was he was very serious about accomplishing big goals, um, you know, when he was here, you know, starting back with his freshman year. So I wasn't surprised that when he got to the collegiate ranks, he was going to have success. Um, you know, sometimes you got to be around the right situation, right environment to, to really flourish, and he kind of had that happen for him. What do you think this pick has meant for him? I know you, you really can't answer for him on this point, but, you know, growing up with just a mother after his father passed away at six and his three brothers uh, helping him out, just uh, his journey from high school to NFL and then finally be picked, just, just what does it mean to him and also for the city of Stockton? Well, that, I mean, those are great questions. I, I think in terms of Brandon, you know, the effect it's going to have on him, it, it's, he's going to take a tremendous amount of pride knowing that his mom's going to be well taken care of. And, and that was the – she was the light, the fountain for him. You know, his driving force to accomplish things in life uh, had a lot to do with trying to give her a chance to have a better life. So um, when I talked about the passion and how driven he was and focused he was, uh, all that stemmed from what he watched his mom go through in terms of working multiple jobs and, and getting up early and coming home late and, and then having really humble, you know, means, you know, not really been able to, to do much. So um, you know, I think he is extremely uh, happy that he's in a position to to help his mom. I don't believe he's comfortable. I don't believe he's gonna he's gonna rest on his laurels. I don't believe that uh, you know the first round is gonna be the highlight of his life. I think he's going to accomplish a whole lot more. Um, that's just the nature of Brandon. Um, and, and in terms of our town, it's it is a huge motivator for every young athlete. Um, that walks, uh, you know, on, especially on this campus and, and anywhere else, to know that if they do things right and they work hard uh, and they have faith and they continue to plug away at their dreams and don't let people deter them, they can accomplish some great things. We're talking with Brian Gray, Lincoln High School football coach in Stockton, California. He was uh, Brandon's high sc- uh, offensive coordinator when Brandon was in high school. I want to piggyback of your last answer here. Now, uh, when he got the fastest 40-yard dash time at the Combine, he won $100,000. He used that money to buy his mom a new Mercedes. And judging by what I've read about the type of person Brandon is, something like this is probably not that surprising to you because of how good of a person Brandon is off the field, like you mentioned. Right. No, that's that's 100% correct. It, it didn't surprise any of us, but the gesture uh, he put on uh, you know, on, on YouTube or Facebook, and, and we're friends, so I had posted it, and I had so many people you know, call me and say how emotional it was for them to watch uh, Brandon do that for his mom. And, um, you know, I, I, I think we all know Brandon's just a very, you know, easygoing, humble guy who's going to, you know, help out his family any way he can. So, no, no surprise here. What was it about Brandon in high school that stood out to you the most? He was begging you to put him on the varsity team as a sophomore, and when it happened, it clearly paid off for him and your team. Just what, what type of a person was he like in high school, and what stood out to you the most about him? Well, you know, his sophomore year, I was the offensive coordinator, so I had to go bang the desk a little bit to get him brought up. Um, he wasn't the biggest guy, but he was he was he was quick or fast. He had great hands and great body control. So, but the biggest issue, you know, is is he mature enough to be around sixteen, seventeen year old kids? 
the demands that we put on our athletes at the varsity level, is he mature enough to handle all that? And so, you know, after getting to know Brandon more and more and becoming very close to him, I knew he was extremely mature, able to hand it, handle it, and, and wanted it. And then the, the, his next two years, his junior year and his senior year, I actually became the head coach. So that role and, and, and the way he was involved in the offense and everything else just took off. Now, uh, going uh, in college, he originally was going to go to UCLA, then watched a couple games and decided to go to Oregon State. How much of a benefit was it for Brandon uh, changing his mind and going to Oregon State instead of UCLA? You know, I just a, another chapter in the book called Life. I mean, mm-hmm. we never know, you know, how things are going to turn out. Uh, you know, UCLA is a great school, great institution, athletically and academically. Um, I just think that something inside Brandon said this is not the fit for me. Um, better to have that, you know, late than, than, than never. And so he, you know, something inside him said it's not a good fit. Um, you know, we have a lot of schools that come by our campus, so Oregon State just kind of was around and, you know, just, you know, being around often, you know, you tend to make contacts and, and relationships with people. And, and, you know, Coach Riley does an awesome job, you know, having a, a, a pro-style offense mentoring and developing young men um, I just think at some point Brandon wanted to inquire and, and when he did he looked into the Oregon State deal and he just fell in love with the campus and the environment and the way they do things we're talking with Brian Gray Lake in high school football coach you also coach Brandon Cooks in high school in your opinion what sticks out to you the most about Brandon's game now is it his legs his route running his hands I know he's considered undersized for a wide receiver but how does he make up that with other parts of his game well, you know, I think the, the being undersized is kind of his uh, is kind of his advantage. I think it's a mentality. You know, I think he, he, he competes like a pit bull, and 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 I think because of uh, he knows that's what people might uh, assume uh, because he's undersized, he might be disadvantaged. But I think it's actually his advantage. He's turned it into his advantage. Uh, his explosiveness. Uh, you know, he was explosive here, no question about it. But to see him maintain that level of explosiveness and then and then kind of take the jump. Uh, has been extremely uh, rewarding for me to watch. It's his big catch, the first big run he had. I saw uh, UCLA took a slant 70, 80 yards, and that's when I said, oh, my goodness, this guy, is, he's gotten stronger and faster. He's, he's much more explosive uh, than he was a year ago. So his ability to improve in those areas year after year has just been extremely awesome to watch. All right, before I let you go, what can Houdat Nation expect from Brandon Cooks? You're going to get, uh, I can guarantee you, more than you bank than you bargained for. He's, he's going to be an awesome man uh, in that community. He is going to represent that that franchise extremely well. You will be extremely proud of the young man that you're going to get in terms of how he interacts with the community. Uh, on the field, he's going to bring some excitement. Um, you know, he's going to fit in very well in the locker room. He's a great team guy. He is definitely going to give the people, uh, the fans of the Saints, uh, something to cheer about on Sundays, and he is going to electrify by this season play. Well, Brian, Houdat Nation is very excited to have Brandon on the Saints, and I'm sure he'll represent the city of Stockton very oh, well yeah. here in New Orleans. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Sean, back to you. All right, Daniel, thank you very much. We'll head up to Oregon next and talk with Brandon Cooks's college coach, Mike Riley, after these messages. Okay, you've just been told you have a serious heart issue, congestive heart failure, a valve problem, a complex rhythm disorder. Now what? At Auctioner, we suggest you take a moment and do some research. When you do, you'll find Auctioner Medical Center has the only heart program in the region ranked among the nation's best by U.S. News & World Report. 
we routinely treat the most complex cases with revolutionary procedures such as surgical and non-surgical valve replacements and the total artificial heart. And we have the largest, most comprehensive program for treating arrhythmias in the Gulf South, offering options not available elsewhere in the region. At the end of the day, the most important thing to hear is... I just saw your test results, and they look great. No problems. Leading Edge Care. Just one more reason to choose an auctioner-affiliated physician. For an appointment, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. As a part of our special draft coverage on NewOrleansSaints.com this weekend, we had the privilege of speaking with former Saints assistant and now head coach of the Oregon State Beavers, Mike Riley, about wide receiver Brandon Cooks. Well, Mike, congratulations. I think it's a nice uh, feather in your cap to have a member of your football program drafted in the first round yesterday. Your thoughts on what we should know about young Brandon Cooks? Well, yes, I am proud of Brandon and have really, really enjoyed him and and uh, you guys are getting not only a great player, you're getting a great person. I've, I really admire him. He's been a great leader for this team. He's, he's liked and respected by everybody. He was kind of everybody's guy. He, he's always good to people. Uh, set a great example for work ethic around here. Brandon is a, a worker. He never took anything for granted, and it certainly was not an accident that he played so well. He worked at it hard. He's smart and uh, you know, he and the quarterback together, they spent tons of hours together over the last few years, and uh, it all paid off for him. And I'm, we are proud of him and excited for his next opportunity, I think, uh, being with uh, Coach Payton and with Drew Brees. That's, uh, that'll be a lot of fun for him, and he'll learn a lot. Yeah, Mike, you're a longtime coach, obviously, have been in the NFL at one point in time. Saints fans mm-hmm. should remember was a Saints assistant. Um, we're looking at Brandon. When did you know that he was NFL caliber? When did you know he was first-round potential? You know, somewhere probably uh, in his second year of playing. when He, he came in, did not redshirt, and he, he played well. Obviously, to do that is, is special because – I like the red shirt guys, and if we possibly can, uh, it's it's fun to have that year of development. But he was physically ready, and he helped our team. But the next two years, and particularly the next year, you know, he early in the year we played UCLA. I think our second game of the year, and uh, he he caught a play action slant pass against them and took it about seventy yards, and it was eye opening, <laughs> and. I think at at that point, from that point forward, you know, he became, uh, you know, just that that special guy physically, and and then his his last year with us, he was pretty much phenomenal. We had lost Marcus Wheaton, who was also drafted the year before, and is playing for the Steelers. And I thought <clears throat> Brandon was going to see every coverage in the book, and and he did, but. He still managed to make a ton of plays, and and uh, and you'll like him. His competitive nature and his outward nature combined, or he's a good person that still has that tremendous fight and fire to be good. Most Saints fans will remember your time as the assistant coach here with the mm-hmm. New Orleans Saints, Mike. So let me ask you this: What about his game? And maybe it's that four-three forty, or you know the intangibles, the toughness you're talking about. But what about his game, or? 
what specifically will translate best from a college level to an NFL level for, for Brandon? Well, you know, it's going to be, uh, uh, obviously for everybody, it's a transition, but Brandon is very, very strong for his size. He's not a big guy, but he added the 10 best pounds I've ever seen put on one person in my life last year, and, and it really, really helped him in his game. Explosiveness, uh, durability, uh, strength in breaking tackles, and he is good. You know, I know Coach Payton, every, everything about coaching is is utilizing uh, the talent that you have. And, and uh, you know, when Brandon's got the ball in his hands, whether it's a deep pass, we, we ran him on a lot of screens and reverses, and we run the fly sweep here, and he was dangerous with that. So he, as soon as you can get him the ball, uh, you know, he can – he can make something happen with it. He's strong and hard to tackle, and then he's got that real, real good speed to go with it. You know, Mike, how much of a mental transition will there be for him? Obviously, that, that transition also comes in into effect when you're talking about a rookie player, but, you know, is he pretty much ready to dive into, to, into the Saints playbook, which is fairly comprehensive? Oh, I'm sure it's comprehensive, and he'll have a lot to learn, but he is a great learner. And he will be immediately a good pro. He will do the right thing. He'll always be on time. He'll spend lots of extra time at it. Uh, he, he'll be he'll be bugging Drew to throw throw him some extra balls. All that stuff. That's Brandon, and he will learn it. He's smart, and uh, when you guys meet him, you'll find him to be really a nice guy, very articulate, uh, and 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 also a lot of fun. So. He'll be a great pro immediately, and they'll never have a problem with him. He'll always do the right thing, and and, uh, he'll be good in the locker room, and he'll be good on the field. Mike Riley, head coach of Oregon State, with us here this evening. Mike, tell me a story that nobody else knows that only you as his head football coach would know. <laughs> something, Whether it be when he first came to campus, there's got to be something that, that you would want to share about him that you can only do through a story. Oh my goodness! Let me—I'm not, I'm not good at just those immediate recall things like that. You know, you spend all that three years with a guy, and and uh, it's just like part of your family. But I'm—I'm uh, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'll tell you this: last year, not too many people really know this story, but we, we throw—we're running a little zone play inside, and we 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 put with it what we call a little smoke. Uh, route outside so if the coverage is off we just abort the run and throw the ball out to the wide receiver and let him go with it most everybody does something like that and and so the the, this Washington State was driving this thing pretty hard and Brandon said boy if I just could fake that thing I uh, I could really beat this guy and so of course I said let's go let's do it and we did and he scored a touchdown on the next play and then we had a a private wink right after that that was pretty special. We had a lot of fun with it. I went down and greeted him when he came off the field, and I told him, nice call, and uh, we kind of invented it on the spot. But he was just lots of fun like that. He's a pretty pretty special guy. All right, Sean Payton last night, uh, Mike, talked in his uh, post-pick press conference, if you will, uh, and -hmm. and pointed out your special relationship with Mickey Loomis. Um, How did that come into play in this whole process? Well, you know, I think that, uh, you know, it, it, it was, it is a special relationship. And my time uh, with with the Saints was really highlighted by the relationships that 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 I had down there with with the people. I really admire the organization. I 
I appreciated from a long time ago the Benson family when I was working for them in the World League with uh, Larry Benson in San Antonio and got to know Mr. Benson uh, through that association and then uh, and then getting to work with uh, Jim Hazlitt and that staff. It was awesome. And, and uh, of course, seeing Mickey at that time take over, really proud of him because we go, our roots are both in Oregon, and so we kind of had, I think, a special bond uh through our background and you know i think that just through that time you know i've 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 become now uh truly simply a saints fan uh because of uh getting to work there and my association with mickey and and but really i think that all this with uh uh getting brandon really was probably the work done uh by the the saints themselves you know the background and when you take a guy in the first round, you know, you got to be very careful with it. And I, I just think they did their homework all the way around. All right. Well, Coach, I think I think the guys here will take care of Brandon for you as we uh, will take him nicely from you here in the next couple of days. And we really enjoy him. It. Yep, we will. Enjoy him. And, uh, and, and we're all proud that he's with the Saints. And we'll tell folks around here you said hello. Is that fair? That would be great. I'd right. appreciate that. Head coach Mike Riley from Oregon State, the Beavers. Uh, thanks again for joining us. Coach, hey, good luck to you guys this summer and then into the fall. Thank you. Thanks for having me on today. Appreciate it. Thanks to John DeShazer for joining us in that interview. And, of course, thanks to Mike Riley for the insight on Brandon Cooks. When we come back, we'll share with you the draft night interview we did with one of the newest Saints next. Hey there. What you having? Um, what kind of specials do you have today? Well, tonight we're doing $2 benzene and tonics, $4 lemon arsenics, and $5 beryllium bombs. Wait, what? Those don't sound like drinks. They sound like types of poison. Well, it's a fine line. Besides, this is a smoky bar. What do you think we're all breathing in right now? Uh, I don't know. Nicotine? Listen, I'm going to hook you up. You're not really living until you've had a formaldehyde martini. Yeah, I'm going home. Secondhand smoke does more than just stink. It costs Louisiana thousands of lives and contains dozens of harmful chemicals that lead to things like emphysema, heart disease, and lung cancer. Learn what's being done to protect all Louisianans in bars and gaming facilities at letsbetotallyclear.org. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. I'm Sean Kelly, and welcome back to our special look at wide receiver Brandon Cooks. Last Thursday night on night number one of the NFL Draft, many were excited, of course, about the Saints' selection of Cooks, but perhaps no one was more excited than Brandon Cooks himself. Here's our visit with him on the telephone during our draft broadcast on NewOrleansaints.com. Congratulations. Welcome to the New Orleans Saints, Brandon. Thank you very much. Wow, what a day for you. The Saints trade up to number 20 to select you. Did you have any idea that uh, the New Orleans Saints would be your des- your destination? And uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Brandon. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, uh, I had a feeling if I was there when they picked. But, you know, as soon as I saw that they traded that pick, I had a great feeling about that. So, you know, I'm just extremely excited and uh, real blessed. Talk to me about uh, the interview process. One of the things that Sean Payton just talked about in his uh, visit with the media here in New Orleans was not only did you grade out so highly, but the the Saints were thoroughly impressed with your interview. Can you remember the specifics of that and maybe what went so well? 
you know, to be honest, it was the interview process uh, at the NFL Combine when I, I met with them for a formal interview. And, uh, you know, I honestly feel like I went in there and cursed it and, you know, showed them my personality, but not just that, uh, you know, my football IQ about things. Because I knew I could play on the field, but uh, I, I think they tested who I was as a man. And I think they walked out of this and, uh, you know, that we need to grab that kid. Brandon Cooks here with us, the newest New Orleans Saint, the wide receiver out of Oregon State. Here's what else Sean Payton had to say, Brandon. A playmaker who can line up at different spots for us on the offensive side of the football and may have a chance to be a return man for us. All those things sounding good to you? You know, everything sounds great to me. And, uh, you know, with Sean Payton credit in mind, uh, I, I just feel like, uh, you know, he's going to do some special things over there, and he always has some tricks up his sleeve. All right, so Stockton, California to Oregon, where you played in hostile environments and great home environments in the state of Oregon. And I can think of the Civil War, of course, with the Ducks. But now your chance to play at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in one of the loudest environments in the National Football League. Uh, have you given that some thought? Can you compare that to anything that you've had so far in your football career? Uh, to be honest, um you know, that, that that was just a tremendous uh, thing. First of all, to be able to play in hostile environments, like you said, but not only I come from Stockton, California, and giving those kids hope out there, and, um, you know, getting ready to go to New Orleans. I just feel like, you know, I, I just want to be those places that, uh, you know, another exciting place. The chance to come to a team that will contend for probably the NFC Championship and the Super Bowl, uh, there will be a lot of players selected tonight in round one that won't have that opportunity. And the thought here, uh, Brandon, of playing football with Drew Brees, give me your thoughts on that. Well, first of all, to, come, to play with be a true Drew Brees, uh, obviously a potential Hall of Famer uh, later on in the future. He, uh, they let the ball fly. He does it well. He gets the ball to uh, all of the receivers and a tight end. So uh, to come in the offense like that, I mean, I can't complain. Brandon Cook's on the line with us here on NewOrleansSaints.com, our special coverage from Studio B. Brandon, what do you want to say to critics who say that you're too small at five foot nine? You know, to be honest, it's all over. that's all over now. The critics got to stop until they see me on the field. So uh, being 5'9", it's, it's not going to be a factor. You know, as we see Steve Smith, Deshaun Jackson, who are uh, great receivers in this league, we can do it well and do it, and do it great. You mentioned Steve Smith. Is that who you probably compare your game to most, or is there another definitely. wide receiver that you've admired from afar? Steve Smith is definitely who I mold my game after, you know, for many reasons. Tell me about uh, a little bit about your life away from football. Uh, Brandon, what should we know about you? To be honest, I'm a chill person. I love to eat food, so I guess I'm going to the right city I think uh, right. And out there in New, in New Orleans. So I like to do those type of things and, uh, you know, just hang out and watch movies and, uh, you know, read books and obviously read my Bible. Well, Brandon, congratulations. We can't wait to see you here in the Crescent City. I think that you'll love being on campus with us here in New Orleans, and I know you'll be here as soon as you can. Enjoy the rest of the night. We certainly appreciate your visit with us. Thank you very much. Brandon Cooks, wide receiver out of Oregon State, the newest New Orleans Saints. And we'll be back to wrap up this Tuesday edition of the Black and Blue Report right after this. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. As one Entergy customer to another, I have a tip for you. Download the free Entergy app. If my power goes out, I check the app. 
The outage maps let me know what's happening and when to expect my lights back on. It also makes it easy to pay my bill and manage my account, all right from my smartphone. Download the app today or visit EntergyApp.com for more information. Giving me control in the palm of my hand? That's the power of people. Entergy. Want to listen to the Black and Blue Report on your phone? Download the Saints and Pelicans app today. There's still a long process ahead for wide receiver Brandon Cooks, of course, beginning his NFL career this week with the New Orleans Saints as a part of the rookie minicamp. And then, of course, there are OTAs and minicamp in June. More OTAs, more classroom work. Of course, work in the off-season weight room, and then eventually we'll get a real good look at Cooks when it comes to training camp 2014. Our thanks to Mike Riley and Brian Gray, Daniel Salerson, John DeShazer, too, as being a part of our show today. Tomorrow, we'll take a look at yet another selection made by the New Orleans Saints in this past weekend's NFL Draft. We'll hope that you join us for the Wednesday edition, and we'll see you sometime after noon central online at any time at NewOrleansSaints.com, Pelicans.com, or on your mobile app tuned in to, of course, the two teams that call 5800 Airline Drive home. I'm Sean Kelly. Thanks for listening, and so long for just a while. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.